What's up, everybody? Welcome to Draft Junkies, episode five. I'm here with my favorite pack of backers, as always, Jordan and Dakota Richardson. And we're here to talk all things NFL, all things NFL draft. Not here to talk about the coronavirus, of course. But first things first, a lot of things are happening in the NFL this week. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Burrow will attend the NFL draft. What do you guys think about that? We can't talk about the coronavirus. <laughs> uh, I that, said, what do y'all think about that? Everybody took a deep breath. <laughs> there is an NFL draft for him to attend. That's pretty cool. Good Listen, for him. There, there's going to be a draft either way, right? Yeah. Privately or whatever. Just, we won't be I've, I've always thought if you know I was ever in that position to get drafted, I would 100% want to go. Yeah. Would I you not want to go? Go up on stage. Being the number one pick. Yeah. No, you don't have to sit in that green room for forever. Holding that. I, I, even if I had to sit, just to walk across that stage, get your jersey. That, oh, that would, to me, I don't know why that's everybody the stays moment. home. It's the moment you live. Unless you have like a Listen, dying parent that when, you have to sit when, by their side. When we watch draft day, you know, every year on draft day, like, live for the moment, right? No. Like, you see, uh, who who's he take number one? Or not number one, but. Mac. Yeah. What's this? Vontae Mack. Vontae Mack. Mack. And he's sitting at home. And that's awesome because you get to be with your family and your friends. But when you're there, like you're sitting in the green room, you're waiting. I mean, obviously, if you get skipped over, that's just kind of that. But Well, Vontae wasn't expecting to go number one. First of all, we're getting too deep <laughs> into this. <laughs> Sorry. Second, Tua medically cleared. He will throw April 9th at his pro day. Let the media hot begin. Let Joe the- Burrow and Tua. Is there a chance that Tua jumps him? No, no chance. No, 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 no way. All right. If if so, Tua, the media is gonna run with this. Tua just play. Oh, one. absolutely. If Tua didn't have injury history, and it's not just hip, it's yeah, all the other know. stuff. You could say that I about a hundred guys. I think it would be in the conversation if there was no injuries. But you know, yeah. What's the saying about ifs and buts or whatever? Oh yeah, mean? if wishes were fishes, the world would be an ocean. Uh, Jerry yeah. the King Waller. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. I think he would be in the conversation. Yeah, I but gotcha. I think injuries, no matter what he, you know, looks like now, I think that's that ship's sailed for him. Let's talk about y'all's Green Bay Packers releasing Jimmy Graham as of tomorrow morning. Everybody Thoughts? was on edge. Like, why is this guy still on the roster? Why is he still on the roster? And they were just holding out, probably waiting on the new CBA and stuff like that to get closer to. Probably hearing some numbers on that. But, yeah, peace out, man. So let's talk about the CBA since you brought it up. And I don't want to get too in-depth, but do you guys have a problem with – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you as a guy that for a minute. I'm going to – Aaron Rodgers, like guys who are veterans who have a problem with the new CBA deal, but then they don't show up to vote. Like – Why are they showing up to vote? But if you've got a problem with – like you got coronavirus? Hey. <laughs> You got this younger core, though. It affects them more than anybody. Hey, you believe that? Yes or hey, no? Now what? The younger guys. It affects them more than anybody. And you've got at least, they said, at least 40 to 50% of those guys are voting at least. Like, just come out and say, listen, hey, I got a problem with it. This Aaron, is why I'm voting no. Aaron Rodgers has been vocal. He's went to all the meetings up until this last one. Apparently, him and some of the other guys are just show ponies. They're not even listening to him. Aaron Rodgers sent out emails and phone calls to every single one of the players on his own team and couldn't get anybody to respond. 
Well, we've heard I'm that just, in the media I'm just for a long time. He's went on radio. He's went on radio shows talking about it, how he feels about it. He's posted on Twitter and Instagram how he feels about it, what he thinks about it. What more does he got to do? If he's not get, if they're not listening to him, why does he got to go be a show pony at these big meetings? What's it matter? The I it's already it, everything's said and done. Anything he says at this point doesn't matter. I don't believe in. I mean, no, I do believe. I do believe the show pony thing, but I just believe that the vote matters still. Like, you look. Let's get enough of those guys in there to say no to where they have to revise it now. Let's not wait until August where this thing's blown out of proportion. Like, let's do it now. That's all I'm saying. I think Aaron Rodgers is a team representative. Yeah. He's not one of the big dogs that represents the whole thing. He was picked as a team representative. So his job is to represent his to team, the team. And his team is not is reacting. not reacting, not responding. He's done his part. At this point now, he would just be a face out there yeah. that nobody's listening to. All right. Let's get off that. I don't know numbers. You know, I'm not some yeah, math whiz course. to know, you know, what is what when it comes to the CBA. I, 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 you can't be throwing Aaron Rodgers under the bus. I mean, Russell I, I, Wilson I was and saying, JJ. I, know, I wasn't really either. trying to. I just knew that y'all would relate to that more no. than you would. No, because I, yeah, that's, I've seen people who like to nitpick Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, don't ever say Listen, that said that, but I just I think Aaron like Rodgers said his on what he has live to on the podcast. I'm gonna say, listen, I think Aaron Rodgers is a very arrogant player, but I think that boy, if you're that good, you can act how you want to act. And everything I've seen off the field from him has been up top, elite. So I got nothing negative to say about the guy. Dolphins released Rashad Jones safety. I think we all seen that coming. So said that's coming last year. Later. Yeah, <laughs> we kind of seen that coming, but. Hey, that's got that opens them up. They're right there in that sweet spot that's, for a McKinney. That's kind of what Del I was trying Pitt, to bring up know. across the board. If Del Pitt slides out of that first round, yeah, yeah. Winfield, anyway. there's some decent. You know, it's not a great safety class, but there's some decent ones. Oh yeah, I like, like a Winfield. It's top heavy, but yeah, it's top heavy. All right, so Josh Norman signs with the Buffalo Bills. Dakota, we think. Why? <laughs> really? It, it, He's just going to get picked on. You're on the other side of Tredavious White, who's an elite top – I'd say top five, but realistically probably top ten corner. And if you – pro football focus had him ranked as the the third to worst ranked corner in the league. You are going to get the ball thrown at you 15 times a game. It's not going to make that defense any better. He's he's out of his prime. I'm I disagree. Just, I, I think he's worth a dart – Granted, I think he's been cool, bad for a, a couple two, years. I think that's enough. That's what I'm awesome. saying. He's been bad. He's been bad for a couple of years, but he was also in Washington. In, in Washington. Washington. in Washington. Now he's back with McDermott. They're not paying him anything. They uh-huh. could probably let him come out there and see how he looks and cut his ass. But you know, I think he's. But worth, like you said, if he comes out there, he's in McDermott's system again. He comes yeah, he out gets there, back like, there. He's motivated for whatever reason. Too. For I mean, would they give him like yeah, million dollars? I mean, nothing. they could cut him, and it's not going to matter. But like Dakota said, last few years. Oh yeah, he ain't did nothing. I agree. I, agree. I think I think the Bills and McDermott would be the only place that he could I could see it. any kind of. Him being revived. I can agree. Thirty-one other teams. No, he's trash. But I would give him a shot if I was with McDermott. All right, so let's switch things up. Let's talk NFL free agency. We got the 
tag deadline kind of moved down to Monday, right? 11.59 a.m. Mm-hmm. deadline. Is Dak Prescott getting tagged or signed? I think they got to tag him. All the long-term him. deals they've been offering to him. I tag him. I don't know what, I can't he's, believe what turned, he's waiting on. I can't believe he turned down that con- I guess just waiting on CBA. That's the only thing I can think of. Oh, I mean, the CBA con- goes through. He's the contract more. that he turned down. But right now, you got to believe if you're the Cowboys, you got to tag him. Mm-hmm. Leonard Williams. So, the so you're you're risking. I mean, Amari Cooper. Yeah, that's what I say. Staying on that. Yeah, you risk Amari Cooper because if the hang on, I'm, y'all tell me if I'm getting this wrong or right. If the CBA goes through, mm-hmm. tag two, or you if it doesn't go through, you can tag two. I think when it goes through, you can't tag you can't two. Tag two. Because right now you've got the. So right now, take advantage Monday. If it doesn't go through, when they vote Saturday night. Yeah. Okay. If it doesn't go through Monday morning, you tag both of them, right? Yeah. Because you're more likely to work yeah. out extensions mid season, or beginning season, yeah. whatever, than you are now yeah. with the CBA. It title. sounds like they're just waiting on those numbers. I got you. Okay. Or Dak Prescott, anyway, because they offered him. They offered him a shit ton of money. One hundred and five guaranteed. Woodwinds get thirty three, thirty three million a year. Woodwinds get not anything close to that. Was it? It's like twenty eight per, wasn't it? I think twenty eight year. He got. I think he got the same guarantee. They said Dak Prescott was turning it down because it wasn't. It wasn't the highest paid. Because Jared Goff's getting thirty three. I was gonna say that's that's the game I was looking for. I kept saying wins, but I meant golf. Like yeah, what? golf was. I think he's thirty three point four. Is he? Is but he, it's not going to matter. Whenever that CBA goes through, whatever these guys get, Patrick Mahomes is going to play. Oh my! That's oh, what I was about to say. God, is he God, waiting for Mahomes to get his deal yeah. so he can try to get that kind of money? Good luck, buddy. Anyway, uh, Dakota Leonard Williams, New York Giants, tagging. I mean. <laughs> I'm a firm believer in if you, you got it, use it. Who else are you going to use it on? That's kind of where I'm at with the Giants. Like, who else are you going to use a tag on? No. Do it while you can do it. Let's move on. Do Anybody you, else mention tagging? Is Leonard Williams that guy, though? Who? You got another guy in mind? No, I'm just saying, like, it's Leonard Williams. I just like, feel like that important a player. I just feel like it's I a, mean, he just got traded. First of all, and, sit back and have a conversation about how open is the NFC East after you see it last season? How open is it? Wide? I think it's still a two-team race. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yes. But if you're the Giants, you got to believe with healthy Saquon, maybe getting some better offensive line. You can make a case for like, hey, it's a three-team race. So. No. Leonard, <laughs> okay, maybe not. But yeah. Leonard Williams, like. I think you have to tag. I'm with Dakota on this. Like, no. you got to tag. Him. I'm just saying. Who else can play defensive tackle? I'm just going to draft Derrick Brown at four. I'm just saying, is he that Dude, big a necessity? I don't like that. The one reason I would tag him, not because of the player he is, because he's been kind of wishy washy, but you traded for him. Like you've invested a draft pick. Exactly. In him. So didn't you feel so, like? That would be my one argument. I'm just saying, like, do you feel like Leonard Williams, the player, just ignoring no, him, no, no, is worth, not. you know, being, top five salary. being a top five salary defensive I mean, I, I That's what I'm saying. If you could find a comfortable signing table for him to trade him to a team that really wanted him, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't feel like they're going to get that. All right, so anybody else worth mentioning on the tags? Chris Jones. I've read some stuff that he'll get tagged and get traded. 
I started saying because yeah. like, they're they can't afford it. They're about to have to pay Mahomes, and they're just gonna have to move him. Who else? They really want him to sign a team friendly deal. Yeah, that's what it is. Yannick from uh, Jacksonville. Yeah. They say he's going to get he's going to get traded. He's going like, to uh, Frank Clark last year. He's probably getting dra- dra- traded on draft day. Like I can say, would you give up a, if you're one of those lower teams? Absolutely. Like uh, sure. the, let's say the Bills, who Absolutely. are going to lose Jerry Hughes, lose Lorenzo Alexander, could lose Shaq Lawson. That's your yes. number one of your top two needs as a pass rusher. Would you give up twenty two? Tell me the him? other. Tell me the Buffalo Bills' other need besides that. Receive, receive. Yeah. How deep is this class? Yeah. Bull, give me all day. I'd yeah. give up twenty two. Yeah. I would too. All day. Yeah. All right, so free agency. Give me some players, Dakota, that you really, really like. You really want to see where they're going to go, where you think they'll go. Just to backtrack for a second, were we just going to go past the news of Quentin Williams walking into an airport with a loaded gun? <laughs> <laughs> he got a permit. It's just in a different state. <laughs> anyway. I didn't know if we were going to mention I guess that. I just overlooked this whole scenario. <laughs> Yes, we're we're looking okay, past, past okay. we're looking past guns because <laughs> Corona is out of control. But uh, I, it will never cease to amaze me. Professional athletes, millionaires with all this to play for, can't leave their weed at home. Can't leave their drug, their guns at home. Like I just I just it it blows my mind. But I want to say something, and it's because we grew up in a small town, like. Do you ever feel like that you're above the law? Like, in a way, like, if you have millions and millions of – these guys – I would – I'm not saying me or you or him would think that, but I'm saying, like, these guys get millions of dollars, and they're like, well, you walk through here and you got weed or something, they're like, Psh. I feel like I'd I'm, be I'm Aaron Rodgers or I'm Carson Wentz or I'm, I'm so-and-so. They'll overlook it. Like, I'm Lil Wayne. I'm Drake. Like, I feel like there's a sense of, like, I'm above the law, like – but it's Quinn Williams. He's a he was a rookie last year. And I'm saying this I'm saying this because we live in a small town. Like I bet we can name a dozen people apiece that we feel like they think they're above the wall. Yeah. Like, but I don't know. Then they may think that, you know, some of them are bred to think they were just I know. you know, God's so, gift. But and if it was me, I would be more afraid of what I had oh, to 100%, lose. One hundred percent. As opposed to thinking, especially guys with families and stuff like that, absolutely Uh, should. But anyway, all right. Anyway, let's go back to (laughs) free agents. Dakota, give me somebody. I really like Melvin Gordon, as Jordan you do too, to the Tampa Bay Bucks. They need a running back. They got all this money to spend. I don't. Yeah, it fits. And I don't think Melvin Gordon is going to get paid what he wants to get paid a lot of places. So it's I feel like it's going to be a place like that that has some money to spend that can give him a little bit more. Because I don't think, you know. The Chargers offered him a multi-year deal worth $10 million plus. Do you think he gets that in the open market? No. I don't think, I don't think he cracks double digits. No. Maybe in a signing bonus, but I don't think a per year. I don't think he gets. Other that. than Tampa, running Bay, backs are too replaceable. Other than Tampa Bay, name a team that is just so bad at running back that they're willing to just shoot for the, like. It would be another Florida team to me. Dolphins. Miami. Dolphins. But at the same Bucks. time, if you're starting from scratch, why are you going to do that? Yeah. And then you look at a team like Kansas City, they ain't got them no money to pay. Mm-mm. No. 
don't know. And you know the thing, like people were down in Damian Williams. I think Damian Williams is like I think he's legit. I think he can play. I think he needs complimentary, but yeah. For anyway. what they want to do, they don't want to run the ball. No, absolutely not. They want to throw it around the yard, chunky. and Damian Williams is pretty badass at that. All right, Jordan, who you got? Give me a name. This is a very big hypothetical, but I would really love to see Teddy Two Gloves Bridgewater playing for the Patriots. If if Tom Brady leaves, dum, dum, dum. goes to, I just feel like you know. Hey, cold weather has a reason to wear two gloves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they actually, they actually have a reason to wear them. But uh, yeah, it's just they've got a good system, not a lot of downfield throws, and I just feel like Teddy could really. McDaniel's eat. going to multiple guys. Yeah, I think he could just eat in that offense if, and I, I feel like that's could be the kind of guy they would want. Second if Tom Brady leaves. Second option for Teddy is mm. question mark standing. Everyone wants to say Tampa. I don't like but that. I don't like I don't have the field. big arm. That's a that's a downfield. But I've set, read so many things saying Teddy to Tampa, and I just do not like that at all. What do you think about Teddy to Minnesota? Back to Minnesota. Back to, back to Minnesota. He's better than Kirk. But Kirk's getting paid. That he ain't going anywhere. This I mean, year. obviously, yeah. He this year, he's not going anywhere. You're not cutting him. He's here. Yeah. So you're not. I think that window. If this was next year and Teddy was, you know, free agent, if he signs a one-year deal, maybe. But that's just one that I kind of, which it, it's a big hypothetical because I don't, I don't think Tom Brady's leaving. Yeah, me neither. I go back and forth. One day I'm like, holy shit. I mean, I hope he does. He's gone. Great storyline. Anyway, so I want to bring up wide receivers. Um, I'm not going to really predict where they're going because I'm not positive, but I really, really like Robbie Anderson. I mean, biased, I love the Philly thing, but do I think it's going to happen? No. Um, And Brashad Perryman, guys, like when Chris Godwin and Mike Evans were both – like he showed his worth, I think. And I think he's not going to get a big contract from anybody. Mm -hmm. But he – if he's healthy – I think he could be a game changer for some teams, so it'd be interesting to see where those two go. What about Robbie to a uh, – I seen a thing about the Cardinals. I like that. But – He's just that vertical guy. You got Christian Kirk doing the underneath kind of the – right working the receiver then, screen but game. And you got Kyler who really likes Andy Isabella. And I think – honestly, guys, I'm really on this. Kyler loves CD and he wants him to draft CD. No. Like that's his dude. What about this? As you're the resident Eagles guy, Packers need a receiver. Yeah. We just need someone that can, you know, not necessarily, because I think this receiver class is so deep. I think we'll find our number two there, but I think they're a free agent. What about Aguilar? Do you think, even after his disastrous season last year, do you think he can come back, not not paying him big money, but like, you know, a decent little contract yes. as a talent? Kind of like Robert Woods did. Look Aguilar. what Robert Woods did. You know, he was an afterthought coming out of the Bills. <laughs> Another USC guy, same age coming out, you know. It's just Aguilar to me, I think, even though he was brutal for y'all at times last year, I, I think I would like to have him. Nelson Aguilar is better than advertised. It ain't easy playing in Philadelphia. You make a big mistake, the drop against Atlanta. 
as a streak. You mm-hmm. you won the game, man. Yeah. You won the game. Wentz mm-hmm. put that in your hands. And I think for the fans, that was a bigger deal for Wentz. Wentz stepped up, made a great throw, and yeah. dropped it. Um, but Nelson Aguilar, guys, like, I really like Nelson Aguilar. He makes a lot of big catches, routine catches. I think he's pretty good just, after the catch, yeah, too. Yeah, that's what I was about to and say. And that's kind of what the Packers' offense needs. You go back is, to that Washington Redskins game. You know what? I'll, I'll even – I'll stick to the NFL draft. Go, go watch Justin Jefferson. Like how – Joe Burrow prolonged plays, and Justin Jefferson goes with the ball, goes with the quarterback. Watch Nelson Aguilar. He moves. He makes yeah. plays. And you go back and watch the Eagles versus Washington Redskins and the Eagles versus the Raiders two years ago, touchdowns. Yeah. Big touchdowns. That's like sometimes you get in your head a little bit on that. Oh, you yeah. drop a few passes, a couple big passes, and you got to hear about it. I feel like you get in your head a little bit on that. You know what? I'm just going to bring this kickers. up. If y'all have seen Nelson Aguilar's girlfriend, I'd be – Worried too what I was doing on the field because <laughs> you know what if he honestly he dropped the pass against Atlanta I was probably still with him. <laughs> anyway, um, Byron Jones to Philadelphia that's a lock. Mm, y'all got that kind of money? Let's see, you got that kind of money? Next. <laughs> no, I really do believe that. I, I believe it's happening because they said he is going to break the mold. As the far thing as is, paid. I think. Close to twenty million is. A I feel like that. I get too. We get too deep. Not my, but we get too deep talking about our team. Sometimes I feel like we need a whole segment for that. Sometimes, but <laughs> I think that Alshon is getting traded, and that's going to open up a ton of money. And I feel like that Byron Jones is going to be an eagle. I feel like that you get. You feel like that you beat the dog so long that sooner or later you might do something about it. And we've got beat deep what like five years in a row. Like you, you watch the Eagles get beat. They get DK Metcalf this season. Like you got to win. You got a chance to win with, you know, your practice squad out there and all kinds of other things. And DK catches the ball like deep middle of the field. Like what the? Anyway, I don't know. I'm gonna go Colts. I'll throw the Giants. At least, yeah. At least I did read eyes. a thing, but I did read a thing on the Giants wanting him. And they got the money. They do. Oh, the Giants got the money slinging around. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Final free answer. Just quick. How uh, time out before you get started? How sad would you be if they the Giants steal Byron Jones from you and Jeffrey Hall of Fame Wakuda drops to four and they paired them guys up? That's sad. Would you would you die a little inside? I mean, it's just knowing that guy you, that you. Thought was going to be an eagle. You, and this guy you love so much coming out of draft, and you got to see him twice a year you, covering your team. Oh, you would die. You got to love, you gotta love competition, though, and I love competition. But Screw that. <laughs> I want the Vikings, the Bears, and the Lions to be trash. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you got to love competition. And you got to love the classic, you know, Miracle in the Battle Lands, you know. Whatever. That was the worst defensive play. That wasn't a. That wasn't a. Wait, which one are we talking about? I'm talking about new school Miracle Meadowlands. Deshaun Jackson? Oh, Meadowlands. I thought. What is it? What's the new. I was going. I was talking about the Stefan Diggs one. Oh, yeah, the Marcus Williams tackle. That was just a bad defensive play. Yeah, that was terrible. He whiffed. Yeah. But, uh, okay. All right. Getting away from that. Last free agency question. Hunter Henry or Jimmy Graham will be a Patriot. Which one? Dakota? 
if I'm picking out a two, I'm going to say Jimmy because I don't think Chargers are going to let Hunter walk out of that building. Yeah. They better not. If I – obviously who you want, I think Hunter Henry would oh, yeah, be I'm not, yeah. a phenomenal oh, Patriot. Yeah. But I'm with Dakota. It would be Jimmy Graham because I think – But, okay. Henry's I, not – I don't – I think that – Then I, I ask they're the question. Him. He's priority one for them. Who? Hunter Henry. Yeah. Chargers. If they're tagging him? Uh, yeah, I read something. Oh, okay. okay. They, were, they were talking about tagging him because he's priority one. Well, I just don't understand why it took this long to even bring that out. Like, no. you got no one else to tag. Jimmy Graham was a Packer until today. We Now we they see us as a threat. I mean, I'm just bullshitting. I'm just saying. Yeah, we know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. You know, Jimmy Graham screams Patriot if Tom Brady's there. Yeah. Absolutely. Just to throw names to help Tom Brady, you know. Listen, we haven't brought out. If I was, we'll re- go in debt. If I'm rebuilding, I, Jimmy Graham wouldn't be in the building. We'll go in debt about it. Like, um, Jim, not Jimmy, Tom Brady, like Titans, Chargers, Raiders, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All of a sudden, the New England Patriots. That's top five. We're saying. Where'd you want to go, Dakota? At those five. If you're Tom Brady, if you're Tom Brady, actually no, take out the Patriots. Take out the Patriots. Take out the Patriots. If you have to leave, where you going? If I'm Tom Brady, I'm forty-two. I want to be protected, and out of those teams you just named, the best offensive line was the Raiders. Where are you going? I'm going to the Titans, man. See, they're about to lose Jack Conklin, Taylor Wands, a walking. Suspension. I, I, he got hit way too much this past year, and I do not think he wants any part of that. Derrick Henry. Yeah, that. You're just going to feed him and feed Brown. Yeah, A.J. Brown. Corey Davis. Run, 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 run. Slam the A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. The defense is the, – like, they're good. Yeah. If you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> and you what about all this talk him. about Tom Brady going Hollywood? You read all that? Yeah, uh, he's doing some like it makes, producing stuff. It makes sense for Tom Brady to go to Hollywood and all this BS. But like, you gonna play for the Chargers? Chargers like, have a good core. I'm telling you, that. if I had to pick somebody, just think. But y'all also are the two people telling me, looking me in the eyes and saying, "Listen, the Chargers want to do all this mobile stuff. They want to go with Jalen Hurts. They want to." I'm not bringing Tom Brady in for a yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, that I, stuff. I, I, I'm I'm saying that, but. If I was Tom Brady, just looking at all these I mean, teams, yeah. knowing the weapons he has around, knowing the defensive playmakers that can get him the ball for the Chargers, I think they've traded for Trey Turner. You got that sixth pick. Get one of those stud offensive linemen. I mean, if I was Tom Brady, that would be an ideal okay. spot. You know, so, make the move like LeBron did. He's doing all this movie stuff. Look, LeBron's went L.A. If let's Tom hop Day- it up even more then. How about Tom going home to San Francisco? Would they sit him for a year and say, listen, this is Tom's home. No, there'd be we no feel sitting. like we could win. There'd, no there'd be no sitting. You're going to pay Jimmy Garoppolo $30 getting, million dollars as a backup? Because you don't believe in Jimmy. You're bringing in Tom to play his last few years home, and you're bringing, Listen, you're developing your own guy. 49ers can sell tickets no matter what. 
No, I can't. Not now. Well, no one can still take a try. Not California, (laughs) baby. (laughs) But I look at it like this, and I know it's it's always going to be, even like a LeBron thing. Like, you sign superstars, put asses in seats. Okay. The 49ers win the Super Bowl if Jimmy G makes that throw last year. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady makes that throw. Nine times out of ten. I think he makes that throw. If Tom Brady would sign a one-year deal, like, let him battle it out. I just don't think you could. I'm, I'm not on the wagon. Like, I don't think it's possible, but it's I like think a situation that's awesome to think about. I hate the 49ers, so I don't want to see them do well with Tom Brady. But if they had Tom Brady with that team around them, I think, because I, I thought oh, they would be good. better. Yeah. All right. So... That was long and wild. Mm-hmm. NFL free agency will begin next week. Super pumped. Hopefully nothing happens to the NFL draft. Six weeks away now from that. Hopefully we'll get a lot better It's going to be in some warehouse. It's locked off. Nobody knows the location. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Just test them before they come in. They're, listen, if y'all ever seen I Am Legend, they're going to have that little eye scanner. Here I am. Just before you come in for the draft. Oh, positive. Later. (laughs) All right. Enjoy your draft experience at home. (laughs) All right, guys. Today we are talking offensive linemen. We decided to kind of bring our offensive tackles and interior O-line together for this segment. So we're going to kind of give our top 10 here. Dakota, who are your top 10 offensive linemen? My number one, I went with Tristan Worst out of Iowa just because the way we word it as top 10 offensive linemen, not just tackles, guards, centers. I think he gives you versatility across the line, and I think he's the safest of the, line, of the offensive linemen. Number two, we got Andrew Thomas, mobility. I think he's a pure left tackle, uh, but – if he if he whiffs and he and he can't play left tackle, I think he can play guard or or on the other side. Uh, number three, I got Jedrick Wills from Alabama, best pass protector in the draft. I have him down at three because I think the other two, if 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 Wills flops, he can't play guard. He's too big. He's not mobile enough. I think. I I mean, I you disagree. See, do you see Wills pulling on a power play? I think I could. Is. I could. I think he's six, seven, whatever he is. Anyway, number four, I got Makai Becton, and as I'm looking at this list, I really want to move him up. He's just a mauler, uh, athletic freak. Uh, number five, I got Josh Jones from Houston. Good in pass protecting, senior bowl week. Com- helped him evaluate his stock. Justin, you were saying you you would be shocked if he went in the first round. I think. I think I would almost take a bet right here right now that he's a lock to go first round. Uh, number six, like Austin Jackson from USC, raw, but he's got size, length. He needs to stay on his feet a little bit more, but he's got the tools. Uh, number seven, I got Matt Hennessy from Temple. Temple, tough. This guy, he got one of the single-digit practice jerseys. <laughs> he's 
I, I think that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> you got to love anybody at Temple, bro. Those guys are yeah, those, crazy. That's just yeah. – uh, but center guard of versatility. Same with my number eight guy, which is Cesar Ruiz. Am yeah. I saying that right? Okay, from Michigan. Center guard, good feet, good in pass protection, uh, quick hands, but he needs a little refined. My number nine guy is Ezra Cleveland from Boise. This guy lit up the combine. Like, he he was a t- tackle at Boise. I think he can project inside and be a hell of a guard. Um, and number 10 is just uh, the Tyler Bias from Wisconsin. I think he was just uh, steady. Yeah. You know what you're getting. He's he's going to come in and he's going to – he's – Your center for – yeah, that's right. Yeah, and he could and he could play guard. I mean, all right, Jordan, top ten offensive lineman. My number one is Jedrick Wills. I think he's athletic. I think he's powerful. I think he's got balance. I think he's got feet. I think he's got kind of a basketball background the way he moves. Got good hands. I think. I mean, they had him at right tackle, but that's because two was left-handed. Yeah, so obviously. I think easy, he's a left tackle, and uh, you know, I th- I think if he had to, he could play guard. But I think I think he'll succeed at tackle. Uh, number two, Tristan Wirfs. I think he's an amazing athlete. You know, he showed that at the combine. The way he gets out and moves. He was also right tackle, but when their left tackle got hurt, he moved over there seamlessly. And, you know, so I think he could play left, and I think he could be an elite guard, you know, kind of like Brandon Scherf there for the Redskins. Uh, Number three, I have Andrew Thomas. He's got size. He's powerful. He's versatile. You know, his feet get a little bit heavy, but I think he's long arms. I think he's he's an easy – I think he'll be a left tackle just fine. Uh, Makai Becton is four for me. I mean, he's a mammoth. I mean, the dude's a monster, and he's athletic for a big guy. And my only knock on him is I just feel like he's – he is just tackle only. You can't put that guy guard. He's yeah. um, too big. But he's – He's boomer bust. He's not going to throw guys out the club like he did at Louisville, but being, you know, the size he is and the way he moves, I think he can play. He's – I'd give him a chance at left tackle, but I think he can be a really good right tackle. Uh, five for me is Josh Jones. Based, you know, I think he's good, but I think he's got a really high ceiling, you know, big-time potential. He's got good size, length, he's athletic. He's a little bit nasty. He's a little bit mean, but, you know, he's he's just raw. He needs to get a little bit better. He's a little stronger, a little bit more sound technique. Uh, six for me is Austin Jackson. Kind of the same thing. I think he's got a good, he's got a high ceiling. Probably not as high as Josh Jones, but he's up there, athletic, good feet. Just needs to get stronger, you know. And you know, he gave bone marrow to his sister before the season last year, so that could, you know, they say he had some off games there yeah. his last season, and they say it could be some of the effects. Definitely of, could have something to do with it. You know, giving bone marrow to your sister, so that's kind of a character move. And he's only twenty. So, you know, he's got room to develop. Uh, number seven for me is my first guard slash center with uh, Lloyd Cushenberry. Uh, he's powerful. He's smooth. 
And kind of like Dakota was saying with Hennessy wearing that single digit, you know, when uh, Christian Berry came to the Senior Bowl, LSU was like, "Here, we're number eighteen. You know, that's kind of their that's kind of their thing. Yeah, is you know, so you know he's a leader. You know, he's tough. He's gonna make make all the line calls. You know, he gets beat a little bit on some crossers and stuff. But man, I think he's the kind of guy I'd want. You know, as my center. Uh, eight, I have Cesar Ruiz. He's athletic. He's quick. He's got good hands. He just needs to get a little bit stronger. You know, him and Christian yeah. Berry kind of neck and neck for me. Uh, number nine, Lucas Nyang. Uh, big. He moves pretty well. He uh, needs to improve his hands a little bit. But, you know, I think it, it was Chase Young at the Combine said the one guy that gave him fits was last year was Lucas Nyang. So that's got to say something. Chase Young said, "I had to go back and real and like learn more moves after playing him. Like I realized some guys you just can't get by with just athleticism. You've got there's more to playing pass rusher. So that in itself deserves a spot to me. Uh, and ten, Absolutely. I went back and forth, but I, I end up with Isaiah Wilson. You know, he's huge, powerful, and he's he's young. You know, he was just a." Uh, red shirt sophomore as well so he's got a lot of potential to grow and he I think he could be a pretty good uh, right tackle in a power scheme but he you know a little sloppy footwork but you know he's got a lot of stuff to work with I like it I like it alright so my top 10 offensive line number 1 Andrew Thomas you talked about it last week Jordan you said Andrew Thomas was the number 1 offensive tackle coming into this class and for no reason should he have got pushed anywhere else but number one. He didn't do anything wrong. Everyone got better. I agree no. with you. Makai, Wills, all these guys got better. But they didn't get better than him. He's powerful in the run game. He's strong in the passing game. He brings the fight to the passing game. He's still going to be my next high-quality left tackle. Uh, number two for me is Tristan Wirfs. Guys, other than his nasty workout at the NFL Combine, he is a contact seeker. Mm-hmm. Like, And when he finds you, he is going to lick you. And you got to love that. Uh, number three, Jedrick Wills. Y'all have already touched on it, so I'm just going to say it. He is the elite pass protector in this class. He will pass protect better than anyone in this class. I truly believe that. Uh, number four for me, a lot higher than y'all, but Lloyd Cushenberry III. I uh, fell in love with his Jason Kelsey comparison <laughs> a little too much. And I was like, all right, I, I fell in love with the comparison. So I go back and I watch the dude listen. I love him. The way that he's out in front of blockers in the run game, the way that he handles rushers, like I think that he's the next elite center out of his draft class. I really do. Uh, number five, Makai Becton out of Louisville. Just freak athlete, clean feet, all the reach in the world. Like, yeah. I mean, this, this guy's the real deal. But like you said, if he can't play tackle, I don't know what else he's going to play. Mm. Um, number six for me, Lucas Nyang, boy, out of TCU. Chase Young couldn't bully this dude. I, honestly, like, I'm going to bring it up now. since I, That way I'm going to bring it up when I get to the end here in a second. I think if Nyang would not have got hurt, because he played, what, six games this year, mm. hurt, they kind of lingered a little bit. If he would not have gotten hurt and had to play those games, he would be the guy you're talking about at the end of the first, not Josh Jones. He would be the guy that all the hype pushed up. But hey, I'm not like so sure he don't go first. I'm t- 
telling you, I really like him. He's my number six. I really like him. And you see the development with him every year. So, um, number seven, Ruiz. I love to watch him pull. Like, for me, like, watching his tape, that was – it was actually a lot better than I thought it would be because when y'all said somebody out of Michigan, I was really worried. But uh, <laughs> Just can't watch Jay Patterson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, the way Ruiz gets out of his snap – like on a dive. He's quick. Quick. Like he's going to be something. Um, Tyler Baez, country strong, y'all. I'm just going to say it. But uh, 2017, 2018, I think Wisconsin had what, like one of the best offensive fronts in the nation. He was the leader of that group. Like he is the downright leader. So uh, number nine, Austin Jackson out of USC. Guys, I like him. He's raw. You said he's raw. But it's balance, man. I feel like this guy's on his back way too much, and it's a balance thing for me. That's awesome what you said about him. Bringing See, up. I didn't know about the bone marrow. That might, uh, really does could explain a lot. And yeah, that could be it. But like, I don't know. That's just weird for me because they 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 say giving bone marrow yeah is so much harder on the person giving it than the person receiving it. They say it's big, and he. You know, you lose weight, you lose a lot of strength on stuff like that. And maybe that was and that and was it, and it was yeah, he done it before his before the season started and he was uh back a few weeks later training and stuff. You know, that may just be an excuse, but it's something worth mentioning, I think. That, yeah, you know, could have some a little, a little bit of effect on, you know, how he was playing because he's got skills. So we can start our conversation here about offensive line. My number 10 guy and my last guy is Josh Jones. I don't want y'all to think that I hate Josh Jones. I don't want anything. I don't hate Josh Jones. But for me, four years in, he looks raw. His feet look raw. He doesn't identify stunts and twists. His tape is so inconsistent. Like I watch him play Oklahoma and I'm like, this kid's got it. And then I watch him play Prairie Grove, and I'm like, who are these guys? Like, <laughs> this guy, like, this is not what I want to see. So, for me, I'm like, I don't know. Is this guy the same dude? Like, is, can he go to the NFL and play the Green Bay Packers the same way he'd play the Miami Dolphins and be consistent about it? Like, I don't know. I, I think with him, the tape was, like you said, wishy-washy. But I think he showed up, had probably the best week anybody had senior bowl, had a good senior bowl game. I, but I'm going back to tape. Over I, over over a workout, I'm going back to tape. Well, I mean that's 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 still tape. I mean, I'm going <laughs> I think a lot of guys are like that. I think you know, kinda of how you were saying with Quentin Williams earlier about how some guys think they're above the law. I think guys get like that. Playing wise, you know, why am I get, you know, giving all this effort, you know, I'm gonna show out against Oklahoma. Everybody's watching Oklahoma, but Prairie Grove. But for me, I ain't gonna give a lot of effort. Being but now I smell money at the Senior Bowl. I'm gonna show out. But for me, being at a bigger school, okay, I go back to my number one, Andrew Thomas. This guy pushed defensive linemen around in the SEC, and I believe it was Arkansas State. Like, I think he allowed, like, two sacks or something in the first quarter on his side of the ball. And everyone's kind of, like, shrugging their shoulders. Like, this guy's – okay, that's a point where I say he's above the wall. Like, you come back here to Josh Jones playing at Houston, I got questions about it. Like, you're not playing anybody ever. Like, you played Oklahoma. Other than that, name somebody on the schedule is tough. 
Like you're not playing anyone. So maybe it's just me. I'm yeah, just low but on him. just a lot of guys get drafted on traits, and I think I mean, yeah, he's absolutely. got traits. Now I'm with you on the. I don't think he deserves to go high, but when you get there towards you know, I don't know twenty and lower, I think the discussion needs to start. You know because he's got tools. I think for me and left tackle tools. Yeah, that's a big. That's a big. Thing. That's a big, that's a big, thing big, too. big position. Kinda, you know, kind of like last year, we were all like, you know, who are the offensive tackles? Well, this Andre Dillard fellow, he's going to get drafted solely yeah. because he's got left tackle written all over him. Josh Jones, a little so, bit of that to me. For me, if I'm talking about Josh Jones, and me and you talked about this the other day, what you think about it, him personally, or you know his traits, whatever. Versus what you think will happen is two different things. Yeah. yeah. So my ceiling for Josh Jones would be twenty six. That's as high as I think he can go. No. Yeah. I think any high. If anyone projects him any higher, I'm shrugging my shoulders like, good luck. No. Yeah. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I th- I mean I'm I'm with you. I think that's a good spot for him. I could see him going higher, but not much higher. I've been seeing him mocked in the teens. Like I mean, see, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't be. I feel like there's too many good players, and that's a lot of it too. If this was a weak class and Josh Jones was in it, I yeah, he probably I think the would. left tackle thing pushes him up. But man, the tackles are good. I mean, you got receivers out the hat. There's too much talent everywhere else for the for that guy to go, you know, too high. Um, y'all are both. A lot higher on Cushionberry than me. I only have him in my top ten, so I gotta ask Cushionberry, Garrett Bradbury from last year. Oh I like Cushionberry a lot. I ain't See, I love Bradbury last year. I liked Bradbury a lot last year. It just sucks the team he plays for now, but Yeah. I would probably go I would probably go Bradbury last year. I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to go Cushenberry. I, I, I wouldn't – I don't think I would have him too far off, but I, I liked – I'm with the code. I liked Bradbury. I hate that he – I, need to go I do ask you to get – I'm going to say that. Cushenberry's good, but they're – Because you know. I had I had Bradbury as a top 20 player. Yeah, right? Bradbury could just – he was – which Cushenberry's smooth too, but Bradbury was just – he was like a basketball player out there the way he moved. He, he fits perfectly with, with the Vikings. And one of y'all gave me, I think, Cushionberry and not one of draft junkies for a champ or chum. And I was like, you know, I think he's a champ, but they're calling him out for these leadership skills like they were doing with Herbert. They're saying, well, he doesn't go to the line and he doesn't, like, call out coverages and he doesn't call out blitzes. And you watch this dude on film and he gets to the line. That's all he does. And that was the first comparison to Jason Kelsey that ever got brought up was he's kind of got the same mentality Kelsey coming out. Can he really do that stuff at the line of scrimmage? That's all he does. No. So for me, I mean, that just smoothed it over for me. And a lot of reason I like him too, besides I like the leader thing. I, there's just certain little things like the wearing 18 at the senior bowl that yeah. just sticks with me. But you know that offense he's coming from mm-hmm. is an NFL offense. And I feel like that helps. That's going to help him as well. And have you seen the dude? Golly. 
monster. He's a monster. And moving like that? Yeah. Ooh. I think he's like 6'3", what, probably 315, yeah, something like that. A little over three. And he is built like an oak tree. I mean, he is. He's big time. He's, yeah. He's one of the guys you want coming off the bus. Uh, let's see. Who else was uh, look, Matt Hennessy? Do you, did you have Matt Hennessy? I didn't have Matt Hennessy. Yeah, so talk about him. He's just, I thought he was solid. He had good hand work, versatility, played all over the place in Temple. Plus, like you said, with Cushenberry, we're in the 18, he had a single digit practice yeah. jersey. And I love that. Yeah. There's, just, temple there's, there's something to that T-T. Temple Tuck. Yeah. There's just something to stuff like that that. Just sticks out, you know. I wanted Ezra Cleveland. You had Ezra too. Yeah, yeah. he reminds. If, he's scheme specific. I feel like he needs to be a zone in a zone scheme. But does he not look like the dude? Another dude with the freaking Vikings, but that Brian O'Neill. Brian Remember him? Uh, how just you know he's about the same size, athletic as shit, and uh, I think Ezra has more versatility than O'Neill. I mean, that was a right tackle. I think Ezra could play left, right, yeah. or even slide down the guard. Yeah. But in that zone scheme, yeah, where you yeah. use your athleticism to kind of get out front. He's not a finished product, but you know he's. He gets in the right coaching. So yeah, for sure. He'll, he'll for sure. Himself some. I'm gonna say another positive about Tyler Baez or however y'all want to say his name. Baez. 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 Whatever. Like, I think that this was his worst film. Like the, uh, yeah, like senior year seemed like a if you go back to last year, he's gonna crack this top five somehow. Like he's good. He he's was just, in the early mocks, like you know, way too early mocks. Yeah. he was a first round pick. Yeah, and honestly, I think that if his tape was just semi good this year, it would be. But like, I don't know. This tape last year, it, I mean, I'm nothing compares to Quentin Nelson, but that dude just was. He was mauling people. Mauling, yeah. yeah. He was. I could just see him. I mean, I can't hear him, but I just see him screaming at people. <laughs> like a big choo-choo train. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we go with offensive linemen. Y'all yep. comfortable with it? No. Yep. Nope. Top 10. <laughs> no. No. I, 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 was, I, I love this class. I was just say, I will say that, that starting off, I did not think it was a very good class. Yeah. But even with all these guys, there's more guys to be named. That, that's why I was telling you before, like yeah, top fifteen, top twenty. Yeah, you, you could go deeper on on this, and that was surprising. More, you more on. yeah, more uh, tackles it, uh, than interior. We're gonna bring that name up. Go ahead, say it again. Matthew Pirate. Uh, that kid's got Yukon. better tape than at least two of my guys on my list. Right. And I keep saying, oh yeah, I'm going back to tape. Like tape wise, man, that dude is he's a killer. Yeah, he can play. So, all right. So, top ten offensive linemen. All right. So let's do a little champ or chump Jordan's favorite segment because he can never figure out what he likes and doesn't like. <laughs> One guy. We're never letting it go. We're never letting it go. All right. So champ or chump, Jordan Van Jefferson, wide receiver out of Florida. He is a champ. I'm really glad to hear you said it because I like Van Jefferson. Bloodlines, I mean, even if he don't work out at receiver, the dude's going to be a Pro Bowl gunner. You know, he's he's good. His release is off the line. He's got good size. He's a hands catcher. 
just not sure what kind of athlete he is. Just based, you know, he got injured, so he couldn't really work hey, out. His one on ones though, in, yeah, at the Senior Bowl yeah. were clean. Yeah, and uh, it's just, and it's one of those things that it's such a deep freaking class. He's gonna go lower. Yeah, but I mean, he he's the kind of guy you want on your team. He's an ideal. You know, he might could turn into somebody's number two guy, yeah. but he's your ideal, you know, three, four, you know, that's also playing special teams. Uh, Dakota, I gave you a Darrington Evans, <laughs> App State running back. And I'm going to say he's a champ for me. Uh, vision, quickness, speed, burst. I love the burst. Uh, catches the ball well out of the backfield. He's a smaller built guy, but he's a willing pass protector. He'll, he's he's not gonna. I ain't gonna say you can block Chase Young one on one or something crazy like that, but he's not. No, <laughs> but I mean he, he's he's willing. He'll 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 throw his shoulder in there, you know, get his hands on you. I like him. I, I think he's gonna be in the class that's. It's all right. Not great. It's. Is he in your top ten running backs? I am at eleven. I start saying he's at twelve for me. I got so. him at eleven. Now look at him, what he does, and what kind of how I feel like the Chiefs draft running backs. He's can you see him yes. with the Chiefs running those wide open lanes, catching the ball, you know, doing a lot of stuff David Williams does. I think he goes. He to could the right be the offense. starter for the Kansas City Chiefs. He could. Excel. I truly believe that. Yeah, he can. He could be. A, he Not that play. it takes much. But he could be the starter. <laughs> he could contribute, that's for yeah. sure. And Justin, I gave you AJ Green receiver from Georgia. I'm just kidding. Uh, AJ Green corner <laughs> from Oklahoma State. I wish that it <laughs> was. <laughs> Man, he's a chump. He's really? a chump. After the two, I remember this kid as soon as you gave him to me. But after the 2017 season, I was like, dude, this kid's gonna be the next big thing. Like in the Big 12. I think he had like four or five picks. He led, and he only played like half the season at starting corner, and I was like, gonna be the real deal. No, listen, he can't find the ball. He's in, he's not a shoestring tackler. He's an ankle biting tackler. He doesn't hit you till you're already falling. <laughs> like, he doesn't want anything to do with contact. I just, I'm not a fan of the kid at all. Really not. He didn't test well either. No. no. Which is, you know, one of those positions. You, I was you just thinking. Test. I was just thinking he had the size. I was thinking more of a special team guy. You, you can't see him. As That's not a champ for me. I'm not putting anybody as a champ mm-hmm. special, playing special teams. Oh, I mean, I mean, it's a be great your dime guy. Yeah, be a special teamer. I just That's a contributor at least. AJ Green's a chump for Chub Nation. <laughs> All right, Dakota, John Hightower, wide receiver out of Boise State. I'm a. I'm all, I'm all over today. I'm going to champ again, and this is why. This guy is a champ because somebody is about to give Robbie Anderson $10 million plus. Probably, correct? Does this guy not seem like Robbie Anderson a lot? Tall, lanky. Can't get much lighter than Robbie Anderson. That's what I was Can't get much lighter. Where's he at on your wide receivers list? Got him at... 23. Really? I have him in my team. So That's I what to say. I got him at 23, but, I mean, I think I stated a couple weeks ago that you got to go into the 30s before I find a receiver that I don't, like, 
Like, yeah. I was looking at Jordan's grades the other day on wide receivers, and like, I don't remember what it was. Maybe it wasn't wide receiver, but a grade started dropping off real quick, and I'm like, me and him got problems because I still got guys in like sixes down here in the fucking twenties. I was like, we gonna have some problems. <laughs> what was it? I don't remember what what wide I think it was a wide receiver grade though. I'll have to look at it and see. But it was just our grading system. I didn't I didn't put any in the sixes and receivers. Tied in started in the sixes. <laughs> yeah, well, mine too. But I didn't have any of the receivers. I think my lowest receiver was ten. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong grade. Anyway, but yeah, moving uh, on. Just he he looked like Robbie Anderson, vertical threat, uh, high points ball well, adjust well the ball. Um, and they were down in quarterback play this year too. Yeah. Like this wasn't their strongest year. Usually they got a great quarterback and they didn't have one. So he can fly. Yeah, he's a four four one, I believe it was after sitting around for four hours. So he he probably could have broke four threes. He he. When Robbie Anderson gets that payday, it, this kid's like, eyes are just kind of light up. That's because that's what he's gonna be getting in three years. Because he's basically he looks if he gets the chances. Yeah, yeah, if he gets the chances as he did. But I mean, when I watched him, when I turned the tape on, I was just like, man, this dude is Robbie Anderson. He's same size. See, I think I think Hightower, he's got a couple pounds on him. That's about it. Yeah. And Jordan, I gave you. Okay, I'm. Really, Amik Anderson, Amik Robertson. I'm Robertson. Really, yeah, from Louisiana Tech. I'm gonna be really sad if you don't like. This I guy. fucking love this. But say, I love. He's this a champ. All day. <laughs> Has he got a little honey badger in him? Yes, absolutely. Honey badger all day. Uh, small but feisty. He's you know that nickelback kind of that versatile safety. He can return your kicks. Takes the ball away. Uh. And will fucking hit you. Will destroy you. <laughs> and he's what five eight? Yeah, five nine. I say honey badger, but I really like the Minka comparison a lot more. I like I like the Nicole Roby Coleman. That's that's who I, I say. Like he he's honey badger Roby Coleman, a little bit Lamarcus Joiner, you yeah. know, kind of that hybrid, you know. But he's he's a nickelback oh, all yeah. day, and he will hit you. Takes the ball away. The bigger receivers may give him trouble, but. He fucking scared yeah, those so guys. Don't, so physical, don't, don't tell matter. this dude he's five foot eight. <laughs> he will so murder someone. But I, I liked him. You know, he's got instincts. He hits, covers. The only not if this dude went to a bigger, maybe a little bit bigger school, and was five foot ten. First round. He's a first rounder. Hey, fun fact. I don't know. This is like a one hundred percent. But like I read something when I was first studying corners and safeties that he actually had a chance to transfer to LSU and declined it because of his family. So he might have been in that hey, he could have played LSU. school situation. But he yeah. He would he'd been fun. But but he's no I'm a big fan of his Stingley Fulton Listen, Luke Robertson. Oh my God. When dope it over the top. When you gave him I went back and watched the tape again and I was like yeah, I'm jealous. <laughs> I, so I love I loved him. It's yeah. I, whenever we do our cornerbacks, he's it's gonna be hard not to put this guy in the top ten, top five. All right, Justin, I gave you uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, running back. I was watching running backs. Out of fan. Listen, I was iffy. I wanted to take your train, and I was like, I say you make fun of him, but <laughs> I I didn't. 
I said, I was iffy for a while, and I watched this dude over and over, and finally I watched an entire game. I watched an entire game. I watched him play LSU, and I was like, okay, this kid's a chump. I said, listen, this kid's got great vision. He's got great bursts through gaps, but he can't pass block worth a lick. Like, he just can't. He doesn't try to make guys miss an open field. Like, I just, I don't know. If, again, I'm going back to it. Day one starter in the NFL, baby. He'd start tomorrow. But I don't like him. I don't think that he's in my top 15 running backs. I just, I don't like the kid, man. And what it pulls down for me is this. People go back and go, man, watch him against LSU. They were down 45-17 to 17 with the second-string defense in before he made a play. Like, that's You go back to Tennessee, he had 10 carries for 33 yards. I'm out. Production is everything. I'm out. No. To, pull, to pull a – like Dakota, how his mind works. Oh. You go back <laughs> – a couple years ago. Oh, you no. go back a couple years ago. You got your brother in. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you know, he, he looked like a baller. I mean, he looked, he was the best player on that Vandy team oh, in the SEC and looked legit. You know, returns kicks, was catching the ball right. You know, but outside, he, he, I don't know if it was the team or I'm sure. What it was, wear and tear on him. Outside what I've just said, though, he it has probably one of the best effort running backs you're going to find in this draft, and his competitiveness is, like, up here, like, top-notch. But it just doesn't take you far if you don't have elite talent, and I just don't think he does. Mm -hmm. So, for me this week, it's two chunks. I'm all champ. I was happy. All right, so there was actually tape of these two guys you gave me, unlike the guy you gave me. Oh, oh, <laughs> Literally, my. the only thing you can find on him is that Bill Belichick wasn't. Hey, man, <laughs> I wanted to know. I couldn't find anything on him. <laughs> we got the same tools. Hell, I'm, yeah, I'm not <laughs> an FBI hacker that can get him. All right, so we're not leaving this segment without talking about something. I'm going at Dakota Richardson here. Oh, my God. Here was 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I had. I, I love Twitter. I stay on Twitter. I love to see what people say. I love to pick people's brains on there. Jim Nagy and a couple of the big-time scouts kind of came out and said, Marlon Davidson can play edge, and he'll be damn good at it if he drops 10 pounds. 10, 15 pounds, they said. If he drops 10 pounds, he's not so going to be so better you than 5-flat 40. So you said, well, you said if you don't, we're talking, he's a chump if he's playing edge. You still feel that way now after everything? He's still a chump if he came out and played edge. I mean, he can, I guess, but he's not going to be extraordinary at it. I think he moves down to D-tackle, he has a chance to be very special. And I don't, I don't see how they can say he, he, he think he can be a damn good at He ran a five flat. I'm going to go ahead and say that I think that if So, A.J. Epinesa going to be an elite? That's what I was about to say. I think that if – No, please, no. I think Marlon <laughs> Davidson – Right now, at his way, to be a better pass rusher than Epinesa. I'm, I'm. Whenever I was putting together my uh, defensive line rankings, I almost put Epinesa as a D tackle. That's where I'm putting him. That's he won't be an edge for me. No, he's you not can't an play edge. him an edge. I'll play Marlon Davidson today. I, I told y'all last week he's a he's a five tech to me. Yeah. He, you put on you put a little bit more weight on Epinesa, 
and not saying he's not good because he can he can rush the passer because you know he's good at a lot of things. So but he's not good at a lot. Of, he's just not the athlete coming off the edge. He obviously fell out of the first round. I, I mean, I could say a team like the Ravens. Let's say somebody was based off trades. He still has trades. Has a chance, but to me, I won't put him in the first round. So most likely he's a second round pick now. We'll yeah. see. Mid. All right. I just want to bring up Marlon Davidson. I was reading some shit today, and I was like, man, I got to do this. I, 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 I'd seen where I think Daniel Jeremiah. Yeah, they, the they were all talking about it. But, but I didn't, yeah. I think he was too good inside. Oh, yeah. To and, even, and, like, some of the stuff I've seen him on the outside, like, it didn't look like he was going to compete against, obviously, NFL caliber yeah. tackles. But yeah. you still got to bring it up. I think he's one of those guys that he's going to make his money on the inside. And if you, you know, depending on what kind of defense you run, you know, in some sub packages, you might send him off the edge, but not on a consistent basis. Yeah. All right, so that is it for champ or chump. All right, guys, it is time for our Mock Draft 5.0. Oh, oh, oh. Prestige. A little wild, wild. little echo, a little echo. <laughs> um, we have decided, I think, not to do drafts until post-free agency. We want to see where the chips fall in that area. Trades. So, trades, yeah. So, drafts. Oh, man, whatever. <laughs> trades. <laughs> So, we're still going no trades here with our 5.0. The number one pick, the Cincinnati Bengals. GM Dakota Richardson, you're on the clock. And they trade. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Joe Burrow. They're sticking to they're it. Lock loaded. Go put some money in Vegas. Number two, Washington Redskins, Chase Young. I don't buy the – although I don't believe in Dwayne Haskins – I don't buy the Tua. I don't think. I just personally don't. Think We're going to talk about it for a second I because don't, I don't think you pass on Chase Young. The rumors of this guy sitting in the back of the film room and with his hood on—it just sounds like Haskins to me. Like he's out here on Twitter putting up this tape, and he looks good to me. Like he does, but he seems like the guy who's low key. Like, hey, y'all don't believe in me? Trade me, type of person. Yeah. So, I'm not saying that the Redskins obviously are going to do it, but I do believe some of the bull crap. They, they wouldn't get nothing. You think they'd get anything out of him after last year's tape? I mean, y'all didn't like him. You've already made it public that you didn't. I've I, I seen flashes, mm. but that's all flashes. You get something out of him, obviously. A first? Good Lord. No. no way. <laughs> this guy gets the, I think you get a third. This guy most. gets the Rosen treatment at best. Anyway, number three overall, I'm going to go with Jeffrey Okuda, future Hall of Famer to the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Knew that was coming. Uh, then number four, uh, the New York Football Giants. I'm mixing it up. Mixing it up a little bit here. I'm going to say that they don't tag Leonard Williams, and they're going to go best player on the board, and that's Derek Brown from Auburn. Mixing it up. Definitely mixing it up. I Wouldn't know. surprise me. I mean, Gettleman likes his big guys. I mean, no. yeah, he I likes building trenches. Uh, five for me. It's one of those. It's Tua. You know, it's just one of those picks. I feel like if he's there, he's a he's a dolphin. Yeah. All right, number six for me, the Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert. 
going out to California to play. I'm finding it harder and harder to believe that that's actually going to happen. Well, I'm worried about the quarterback situation. I don't know where the chips are going to fall, but for now, I'm sticking with it. Jalen Hurts, second round. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, not, I'm honestly going to go out on a limb here. Right now, I'm going to say that if he doesn't go to six at the Chargers, he goes higher than that. I'm going to say that a team comes and gets him. Like higher than that? I think he'll go higher than six. Hmm. Anyway, number seven. I could see him fall a little bit. So I was thinking the same thing. But I don't think he makes it out of top ten. I think someone would come get him then. But I think if he falls past the Chargers, he could fall a little bit. Because I don't think the Panthers are taking a quarterback this year. I think that if Justin Herbert is taking. there at seven, Matt Rule ain't passing it up. Because they're not set on getting Trevor Lawrence. As bad as you want it. If Cam plays, Cam and Christian McCaffrey, you ain't going to have the worst record in the league. You just think. Mm-hmm. And I don't like Cam, but I just don't believe that's possible. Mm-hmm. So what do you do in that situation? I feel like you just say, hey, Cam, you out, bro. Or you say, yo, Herbert, you're our dude next year. They just re-signed Kyle Allen. Next. They got to go another year with him. Kyle, that's That'll get you Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you're, but if they're not willing to do that. They're going to play Cam. I really, truly think they're going to play Cam. And I think that's a that's one of the whole – that's a bad thing about an offensive coordinator coming from college. You get these 30-year-old quarterbacks and you're like, yo, bro, we can do this. <laughs> you can't do this. Like, Cam is not Cam from Auburn. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, number seven, the Carolina Pan- the aforementioned Carolina Panthers. <laughs> uh, uh, another chalk pick. I think he was on the board. I, they run the podium. Isaiah Simmons, Luke Keekley replacement. Defensive weapon. Yes, Swiss uh, Army for me, knife. Uh, at number eight, the Arizona Cardinals. I went with Jedrick Wills. He's my number one tackle. I think. Can Kyler see over him? He's not as tall. He's six four. He's only six. Skirt. Skirt. I can. Mackay Becton's the six foot seven dude. Jedrick Wills is only six four. I keep thinking he's six six. No. He measured combine six four. I love a good Kyler Murray joke. (laughs) (laughs) But this is a good spot. I'm kind of with Justin on the CD Lamb. Yeah. Like teaming them up. but just for you know conversation's sake, I think they pair this guy, they pair Wills with DJ Humphreys, and they try protecting. Again, Kyler Murray can quit football tomorrow and play baseball. We all know that. Make him happy, like he wants his guy. He wants CD. I know he does. Do you think he prefers having a receiver to throw to, or not winding up on his ass? Because what's the one thing that might make him think about baseball a little bit more? Getting the hell off Football fucking hurts. But but he is also, like I mentioned last year, I said I didn't like Curly Murray. I said I thought he was going to get beat up. Okay? So, obviously, I want them to protect this kid. But he's one of those guys, like, I can get out and make plays, guys. Get me C.D. Lamb. Yeah. Like, he seems like the type of guy. Yeah. So... Anyway, number nine for me. I really like C.J. Henderson to the Jaguars. Man-to-man, out of the top three, I'll, I'll take him all day. But no. 
top three, like outside of Okuda, man to man, I think that he's the guy. Like, mm-hmm. and that's what Jacksonville needs. He is going to need some work in other areas, but man to man guy corner yeah. they need it. Jags take Henderson. The Cleveland Browns take Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa. Just the versatility. Maybe they get that plug and play left tackle. Not. Yeah, you you. Filling a hole on that offensive line. Yeah, for sure. Wherever he plays, he's it's, he's gonna excel. I think. So. Uh, number eleven, the Jets. For me, I'm going with uh, Mackay Becton, and I think the Jets have a lot of money. So this, you know, this could change with free agency. I think they're one of the teams that's gonna go after Conklin. You know, they're gonna go after some guys, but then again, protect Sam Darnold. You know, that's one of the things. I feel like it's protect him or get him more weapons. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of the same with Kyler. So, uh, you know, as of right now, I'm going to pick the offensive lineman. Uh, number 12 for me, the Raiders. I'm going Jerry Judy, man. Like, he's still my number one wide receiver, and I still think he's going to be the first one taken. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts. They were really bad against the run, and I can't believe we haven't made this pick yet in one of these mocks. And I'm going to go Javon Kinlaw, defense tackle. Yep. Uh, number 14, I went with the best offensive lineman left for the Buccaneers. They get Andrew Thomas to come help protect Tom Brady. Oh, okay. <laughs> Throw a little swag in there. So... A lot of people, man, a lot of people keep talking about Jordan Love. And it's just, I I just don't, he fits I what Arians does, the whole throw it downfield thing. But I just, I think the interceptions bug Bruce Arians too much. I think this is it, though. Like, I think since the combine, I think the Jordan Love hop's falling down a little bit. I think this is it. I thought, I, I'm almost ready to say he's not going to be a first. Oh, I'm ready for that bet. I think that he's really falling out. And I really, really like, though, I really like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do signing Tom Brady and then coming back and getting an easy or uh, no. love because that makes way more sense yeah. to me. I've heard more they like Eason. Oh, yeah, 100%. And who better Eason to sit behind, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, number 15, we have made this pick, I think, almost every mock. And they're running the pickup like it's Henry Ruggs out of Alabama for the Denver Broncos for me. That's a great Getting, compliment. Yeah. Him on the other side of Cortland Sutton. Noah Fant, you know, taking that year two step. Drew Locke. He's ready to some weapons. I'm telling you, AFC West is going to be the most fun division to watch in football next year. It's too bad you got to wait until 3 30 in the afternoon to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> And if they play at night, you got to wait till 9.30. So, uh, number 16, the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to go with the pick that we've – I think another pick that we've made just about every time. And Clavion, Chase on the quarterback. I Chase really on. do think that has been an every mock thing. It's – it's. does he not remind you of Vic Beasley? We're all going to get swerved. <laughs> I've read some stuff saying he's gonna go. He could go higher. Yeah. Just because of the lack of pass rush. They said look out for him to the Colts. Uh, Number seventeen, the Cowboys. Uh, I know he didn't work out too well, but I still think Xavier McKinney. 
He's still going to be my top safety. I still think he does it all. I think he'll run better at his pro day, all that stuff. Uh, but he's – I think he's big-time big time player, and he'll uh, – one of the biggest needs for the Cowboys is in the secondary. So I think it's safety or corner for them, and I just like McKinney. I think right there, honestly, earlier we messed up a little bit because for me that's a corner move. Like, I just feel like they're going to lose Jones, and they know yeah. like, they've got to come get somebody and fool them being there. Yeah. Um, anyway, number 18, the Miami Dolphins. If C.D. Lamb is on the board right here, I believe someone comes up. I don't know who. Who, who do you think it's going to be? Who Who do you think it'll be? Howie Roseman and the Philadelphia Oh, Eagles. the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles. <laughs> and I've, I've, not, I've not been on that bandwagon about coming up for a wide receiver until recently, and I'm like, listen – if they do go get Byron Jones or another corner, that's their come up and get. So, but I'm going Miami Dolphin City and Lamb right here. I don't think there's any way. Lamb falls there. that far. I don't no, know. I don't. With the receivers, they're so it's deep. Like the I just cannot. I can't foresee a City Lamb being there that close to the twenties. That's just crazy. Blasphemy. Uh, Nineteen Las Vegas for Raiders. I went Kenneth Murray, Oklahoma. He's Red Air Mayock loves him. He just fits that John Gruden Tampa 2 defense. He's a leader. That dude is destined to be a Raider. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it would not surprise me to see them take him with their first yeah. first rounder. Yeah. Because that's how I feel like how dead set it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, number 20 for me, uh, the Jaguars. I'm going to go with um, – I'm going to butcher his name. Uh, Yatur Gross Mottos. Uh, edge out of Penn State. I think they're going to use uh, Yannick, you know, whether they sign and trade him or he, you know, they just let him leave. And that fills a pretty big hole on their team. Yeah. You know, you need – I think they want another guy. They want to play defense first. I think that's still going to be the thing. They want to play defense. They want to run the ball. So – I think you've got Josh Allen, who proved he can play. You put another guy, Gross Monos, you know, he, uh, he's he got tools. You know, he's he's a little bit raw, but pass rushers are so weak this year that uh, I think Get that, one that, I think, yeah, I think that's kind of a good spot for him. Um, number 21, the uh, Super Bowl 52 champion and only Super Bowl champion, <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, if they're picking at 21 here and all those wide receivers are gone, there is no doubt in my mind it is Justin Jefferson out of LSU. It's going to hurt y'all, but I like it a lot. I would probably order Justin Jefferson jersey that night. That's how good I feel about it. After watching him work out, like I had him in four. I think you had him four, right? Yeah, I moved like, him up to four. You moved him up to four. But like, after watching him work Man, out, you, that kid can crack the top three. He's, he should be in – We've been the top three, but he's See, so different. We were talking about that top three being that tier. I, I think he needs to be in the he's, conversation he's in at the least conversation. for being in that tier. Mm-hmm. He's got his foot in the door on yeah. that tier. He's if we knew who the hell to move out, he'd be in there. We just don't <laughs> know who's going to move out. Yeah. Well, can we just add somebody to the tier? Yeah. Um, 22, Buffalo Bills. I went T. Higgins just because you got to get Josh Allen a big target. I was around. He's surrounded by these little guys. Give him a red zone threat. Give him somebody because you see when Josh Allen, he a lot of his balls are going high. No, yeah. and you give him a big 
Because well, that's because everybody on his team's five nine. Like that's BS. <laughs> Give him somebody to throw to. But you know, yeah, I just want to see him run. Oh yeah, me too. That's, that, that's pick up a phone and go. <laughs> I just that's all I want to see. You know, I like. When's Clemson's pro day? Mm, I'm not sure. Well, luckily Lawrence is gonna throw to him. I've read that, so yeah. I'm excited because he's got good tape. He's just, yeah. just one of those. He's just got a he's got a DB on his hip all the time. It's just, I just want to see how athletic he is. Uh, Twenty three for the Patriots. Uh, this, you know, if they lose Tom Brady, I just don't. Jordan Love doesn't seem like a Patriots type of quarterback to me. So uh, I it kind of almost feels like Jacoby Brissett. Like would like that's kind of how I'd feel like if they drafted him. I'd be like, eh. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's ever going to play for him. <laughs> and if he does, like, they'll trade his ass. Yeah. Uh, but I went with Zach Bond out of uh, Wisconsin. I think he does a lot of the same things that Kyle Van Noy does, and there's a chance that they could lose him in the free agency. And uh, I, I really like Bond in the middle. I think he can play middle. I think he can play off ball and he's athletic. But he can still he can still get get to the edge and, and he can drop back in coverage. So he's he's a versatile guy that just kind of seems like he might be a Patriot type. They're gonna miss that Van Noy with a little Swiss Army knife they had mm-hmm. going there. Um, I don't love this pig, the New Orleans Saints, but I'm gonna go Patrick Queen, and I don't think he falls as far. Is that why you don't love it? Is you don't think he falls as far? I just think like that's not what they want. I feel like they really want someone to put on the other side of Michael Thomas. But I can't justify picking Jalen Rager here. No. I don't think they want a Brandon Ayoub. I think that you want a Justin Jefferson to fall here. But I don't think you're going to get there. Yeah. But I'm going to go Patrick Queen. Uh, 25, Minnesota Vikings. I'm going to go Christian Fulton. They, they've drafted so many corners over the past few years, but looks like they're gonna lose Rhodes. And I'll or he's just on his last. Well, who, and if he does, who cares? I, I mean, lost Wayne's too, didn't they? That's what they lost that Wayne's wall. So I mean, putting him on the other side of Oa. Uh, I think Trey Wayne like just needs a fresh start. I don't really dislike Wayne's. I just think he needs a fresh start. No. Uh, Twenty six. The Dolphins. I went with. Uh, Justin's public enemy number one, Josh Jones. <laughs> uh, I think you get it. I knew that Josh was happy this dude. Like, I don't dislike. Took that target off Kyler Murray. I don't, I don't dislike Josh Jones. Uh, but, yeah, you get him in there. He's got left tackle. He, you know, he, like we said before, he's raw, but he's got he's got a lot of potential. You get him in there. In this scenario, he'll be right tackle. Yeah, I was fixing to say, yeah. He, you put him on the yeah, right or left but most likely right because we got to it. But uh, he can play. Um, Seattle Seahawks, right? Number 29? 27. 27. Oh, getting too hard. Huh? I'm going to go uh, Grant Del Pitt here. I really feel Pitt like. Hair? Here. Y'all know what I mean? <laughs> Grant Del Pitt. I really feel like they, they want someone to fill that safety void since Earl Thomas left. And again, I'm not in love with Grant Del Pitt as the number one safety. I love it. You talk so much smack about him, but I think this is the third mock that you draft that you have mocked him in the first round. Oh, Del Pitt? Yeah. I'm not trying to talk smack about Del Pitt. I think that he took a year off. I think he was lazy. But 
again, if I'm going by your philosophy, going back to last year, he's the number one safety last year. Should he, we just call that the Dakota? I mean, yeah, oh, obviously. And, and every time I have something negative to say to them, y'all think I hate them. Like, I'm just talking. I'm, I'm being honest about it. Anyway, so Dakota's guys, I just fucking hate pretty much anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm going Grant Dopeo to Seattle. Uh, 28, Baltimore Ravens. They just lost a future Hall of Famer in Marshall Young. I read a thing saying that he only gave up 19 career sacks. That's, that's crazy. That seems high to me. That's crazy. Gold jacket. Get him one. And so I'm going to replace him with Cesar Ruiz. And they uh, – seems like they were weak at center last year too, weren't mm-hmm. they? So he can play, he can he play, play either one. I, I like it for him. For them. All right. Here's my wild card here. All right. Wild card, bitch. Ryan Tannehill leaves. To Tennessee. They swing and miss on Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Where's Ryan Tannehill go first? Now, I'm going to make you fill in the blanks. <laughs> Where would Ryan Tannehill fit? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to say. You said he's leaving. I don't know where yeah, he's going. Where, where's he going? Where's someone that... Uh, let's give him... Let's give him to the... Let's give him to the... Bucks. On the Chargers. Chargers, yeah. Let's give them to the Chargers. Y'all they want being, someone. Y'all just being fucking mean. Let's give them to the Chargers. All right, All go, right, go on with your kid. I know another guy that you hate, Jordan Love. Uh, oh my god! Do you actually like anybody? In this <laughs> uh, I, y'all notice that a lot of the guys that I don't that I dislike are guys that the media is just like they're. When we're going through this process the whole career, me and you are texting, me and you are texting. We're having these conversations in our group messages. Like, the college football season's going by. There's all these way too earlys. There's, like, top ten nails. And then all of a sudden we get to this end of it, and it's like, hey, it's combine season. And everybody's like, yo, y'all seen Jordan Love out of Utah State? Ain't nobody seen Jordan Love out of Utah State. Motherfucker threw 17 picks, and now y'all want me to believe because he can throw far that no – I, I don't. Traits, buddy. Traits. I get up. I get. I can't get behind hype. And it's like just I the said, going back to Kyler yeah. Murray last year. Okay, if we're going back to the quarterback position, going back to Kyler Murray, like I didn't dislike Curly. Kyler was just I thought he was going to get beat up. And still, if they don't protect him, he's gonna. Anyway, screw y'all. Move on. <laughs> so I picked Jordan Love to the Titans. Yeah. Well. Easy job. Uh, I don't think he falls this far. I think someone else is getting him. Whether it, we're not doing trades right now. So if I had to pick somebody, I'd have someone moving up to get him. Because I don't necessarily love the fit with the Titans, but he does a lot of the same stuff. Brian Tannehill does. He can move around. He can run a little bit. He's got a good arm. Play action with Derrick Henry. Everything's open once you got that. But you're gonna have to sign somebody. Do you think Jordan Love I'm gonna ask you something? I'm gonna ask y'all something. Do you think that Marcus Mariota was a better quarterback prospect than Jordan Love? Marcus Mariota. Better quarterback prospect than Jordan Love. I wasn't crazy about Mariota. Yeah, I wasn't wasn't crazy. Better than Jordan Love. Y'all don't think so. Better runner, for sure. I, I mean, I would say I like Mariota better than Jordan Love, yeah. Because I'm not in love with Love. But, like, I just I, – I see 
more traits. Higher ceiling. That, and I buy and I buy a little bit of hype, just like Kyler Murray. I bought, we bought the hype early with Kyler Murray, and you fought it, and you fought it, and you fought it, and you fought it, <laughs> until finally you were like, "Fuck it, I'm buying it. He's going here." You know, like but you didn't drive. like it. You didn't. <laughs> but again, like you were going back, we were having that conversation yesterday or the other day, like. I don't like Jordan Love, but obviously I think that he's going to slide somewhere in this second round-ish. Like, to the second to the first, like, into the first. That's probably where his ceiling is. I just think someone's good. I think. So, in order for me to get my mock on track, I'm going to put him there. I don't think he belongs there. I'm going to tell anybody who want to talk to me about it. I'm just, if, and I go back to this, and it's not a Bears hate thing, but if Mitchell Trubisky can go number two, why can't Jordan Love? I know... They're different, but they're still. I mean, what Trubisky was, had one what, year of what was Trub- Trubisky. He was all potential and traits, and he, and he went two over Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. He got drafted two based on what he could. And be, if history has could, taught the Jordan Love people anything, it's hey, that's a, that's probably a, not a good idea. That's a lesson that will never, ever be oh, learned. Oh, obviously. But it's a quarterback-driven league, and everybody wants the next big thing at quarterback. I'm telling you So y'all. you're going to get ba- drafted based on trade. Especially with that, the media hopping him up as the next Patrick Mahomes because he's got the cannon, which I'm, I'm – But, again, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is hype. I mean, did they not hop up Mahomes? I mean – yeah, yeah, I'll say yeah, nay on that. I don't think Mahomes got. I don't think he got it. No, I, mean, I don't either. But, but anyway, I just don't think. I think if Marcus Mariota could not come in and make the Titans better, Jordan Love does not make the Titans. They, better. they also didn't try to, they, like with Lamar Jackson, the uh, Harbaugh didn't go in there and say, "Ah, right, this is my playbook." You're gonna run my place. No, he said, "I this is your skill set. I'm gonna build my offense around you." The I can't remember who the coach was that drafted Mark. What's Jordan Love's skill set? Can't throw in the tight windows. We're not talking about Jordan Love right now. We're talking about Marcus Mariota. I'm gonna say Mar- Marcus Mariota. If Mariota draft, I can't think of who it was. Who draft did not build the system around Marcus Mariota. We gotta move on. Who am I picking for? The Green Bay Packers. Number thirty. The Green Bay Packers gets anybody. These guys don't like. Hey, y'all don't like. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I really like Brandon I wide receiver out of Arizona State here. He kind of fits that, you know, filler that y'all need. Y'all talk about Nelson Aguilar and stuff like that. But I think I, I mean, honestly, just point blank, I'd rather have Iu than a lot of these wide receivers in free agency class. Yeah, I think his ceiling is top notch. I moved Iu up to my five. Just yeah. the the more I watch him, the more I like him. I like. Him I think more. I had him at seven before when we first did it, and I think I ended up moving him <laughs> into five too. I'm telling you, I just there's some. We have well, no, I have Henry Ruggs at two, but we had the same top five now. After all that, we all three have the same top. No, five. I think he's still higher on Donovan People Jones. I him at ten. I got no yeah, idea. we don't have him at five. I'm saying we have all the same oh, top yeah, five except for Malvin Ruggs. But yeah, I like I like him a lot. I think he fit. He's exactly the type of receiver we need. Yeah, that can take the ball and do something with it. Like it's not just when he catches the ball, anything can happen. Yeah, that's the type of person you want. You know, all the guys we have now is, you know, Aaron Rodgers just has to do. Other than Devontae, 
all the other receivers. There's Aaron Rodgers has to make an amazing throw, and they have to just be just be in the end zone. Like they're not going anywhere after they catch it. None of them. And Ayuk is a couple of stars got a little after the catch building, just because he's big and can break and just, tackle. But you didn't see him breaking many. Not many, but I mean a couple. Of he's just. We just need that guy that you can that you can throw a seven yard slant to, and he's taking it to the house. Sorry, you used to say I like the pick. Good job. Uh, I do hey, too. I'm, I'm glad y'all proved this. <laughs> I think I think I've made that pick once more, yeah. and yeah, I think you have as well. I'm so. glad that y'all proved it. And when I made it, whenever I made it, <laughs> you you disliked it. I did because I, I was it. it was early in the process, and I liked Rager better. I think I think it, it was, was Rager better. that I was. Um, yeah. Which I still like Rager. I'd be happy with Rager. You'd think, be happy with Rager at 30? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I would be too. Obviously, it depends on the board. But I mean, yeah. I'm just, I'm telling you, you could draft a lot of guys at 30. As long as they're a playmaker of some sort, I'm cool with it. Yeah. I don't think anything's going like to be as we, bad as Rashad Gary did. Like if we, drafted, <laughs> if we drafted Swift at running back, even though we have Aaron Jones, I'd be cool with it because he's helping Aaron Rodgers out. He's helping Aaron Rodgers out. He's helping the offense out, and we've never invested in the offense. I just want to see some best in the offense, playmaker-wise. Yes. Receiver, running back is what I'm saying. I still don't want a tight end. I'd be pretty fucking mad if we drafted. I mean, I hope you don't get a tight end in this fight. You passed on T.J. Hawkinson last year, and this year you're going to draft. We didn't get get a chance to pass on Hawkinson. Yeah. Pass on the fans. Thing. Yeah. Thing. Anyway, all right, 31. 31, the San Francisco 49ers. I'm going to take Jeff Gladney, and I think he is a good size-wise. He fits what they want to do there, and he gets to learn from Richard Sherman, who's one of the better long corners in the league. And I like set him up for success. Uh, 32, Super Bowl champs, Chiefs. I see a lot of – Fans and people that know more about the Chiefs saying they will not draft a running back. High. More reason they will, right? And it just that's just going to any reason at And that's fine, but Andre Swift's good. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift, he's he's a good freaking running back. You put him with that offense with Patrick Mahomes, and he can catch the ball. He's one of the best, you know, receiving backs in it, and he. He makes he takes that offense to an even day one with him and Mahomes in that backfield just changes the whole game. Yeah, and that's saying something because how the hell do you change the whole game when you just won it with one of the most dynamic offenses in the league? There's gonna be wide open lanes to run through. He's never gonna see a stacked box. That jump cut is gonna be on safeties. It's wild. (laughs) All right, so are we comfortable with it? I don't know. That one are, we ever, are we ever comfortable? I think it was just – I think it's different because – It was a little bit different. Y'all let Jordan Love fall too far. I think Derek Brown – me going Derek Brown forward just set off I think just effect. the way people have – having certain picks. Me not having the Raiders meant Jordan Love was falling. <laughs> Y'all like that pause? <laughs> anyway, I'm sick of Jordan Love. <laughs> Anyway, no, I think, honestly, I think that us not doing trades really sets everything differently for us because mm-hmm. you see all these mocks out there and everyone I've got trades in them by now. Nope. And no one's seen what's happened yet, so it's a little different. But 
in the coming weeks we will be different too right now we're extremely different because we have them you know taken by what's available and what their needs are so anyway so draft junkies mock draft 5.0 in the books draft junkies episode 5 coronavirus in the books Coronavirus free. <laughs> Coronavirus free here. Just wash your hands, wash your butt, people. Yeah, do it big. <laughs> All right, until next time, y'all. Deuces.